want to go to our phone lines. The Gill Report brought by God Bless the USA Bible. You can find out more at GodBlessTheUSABible.com. We say good morning to our good friend Steve Gill. Steve, good morning. Good morning. And, you know, on the rain issue, do they still make those bright yellow rain slickers like our kids used to have or we used to have? Do they make those in adult sizes? Because this is one of those days when you want that bright yellow rain slicker uh, so that everybody can see you in the downpour. Right. I'm wondering if all those weather balloons that are up, or are they aliens, aren't doing their job properly because this storm system has been so confusing. Maybe they've been shooting the real weather balloons that give us the surveillance we need to actually track these storms, Steve. Well, and you now have the White House, uh, at least uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, sort of denying that they are alien um, aircraft that uh, have been uh, shot down. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation on that. But one of my buddies pointed out that if these are alien aircraft, these kind of slow-moving um, tracking uh, across the uh, different parts of the country, these slow-moving craft must be the um, the idiot alien uh, race because they apparently haven't figured out how to use warp drive. So they, we, these are the slow aliens, the stupid aliens, if, uh, if that's what's uh, behind these things. Right. And like you said, we just don't know because they are the most dishonest when it comes to administrations we've ever seen. But want to bring it local. Especially now that we find out that apparently the military is saying they were tracking the Chinese spy balloon from the time it, it took off from China. And yet the only way we know about it is because the, um, the, the reporters in Billings, Montana, actually took a photograph and, and put it out there. But now we're learning that apparently the military knew about it long before they said they knew about it, long before they advised anybody in the administration, long before they advised anybody in in Congress uh, with oversight. Uh, So we could have shot it down long before we did, before it traversed all the way across our country. And all the denials that they knew anything about it until it was halfway across our country are clearly lies. So we have problems not only with our Department of Justice, our FBI, weaponizing those agencies against the American people. We now have the military, apparently, uh, kind of keeping secrets from the civilian oversight, both in Congress and in the White House. This is a bigger story, uh, and it gets worse and worse with each passing day. You know, before I would have taken the approach that you need to hold office to run for president. You need to be qualified at this point. I would actually prefer my nephew, who's about nine years old, to go and actually sit in the U.S. uh, in the Oval Office in Washington, because I think even asking that nine year old, he'd make better calls. But on that, let me get your reaction, because there is a lot of infighting. It's already starting to take place with the presidential race gearing up. I know we have some audio of Nikki Haley. She announced earlier this week she had her first campaign speech yesterday taking a shot at, I don't know, is it President Trump? Is it President Biden? But she wants in. Take a listen. We'll have term limits for Congress. And mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. Your reaction. I know Trump's pretty upset right now. Well, two things. First, uh, I like the mental competency idea, particularly after we had Dianne Feinstein yesterday. Her office sent out a a, a message, uh, a press release, announcing that she was not going to seek re-election in 2024. And then she was asked about it uh, a few minutes later and said, 
oh, I, I have not made that decision yet. We'll make an announcement at some point. And when they told her that her office had already made the announcement, uh, she was confused and said, but I, we haven't sent that out yet. So I, I would say that it applies certainly to Joe Biden, applies to uh, a, a lot of the septuagenarians. Uh, there's a good big word for you this morning. I love it. Uh, as, including Diane Feinstein. Uh, but, you know, Nikki, uh, it put me down as a no for Nikki Haley for a couple of reasons. One, the term limit claim would require a constitutional amendment to change the qualifications for members of Congress. It would require a two-thirds vote in the Congress. Nikki Haley, as, as president, if by some bizarre stretch of imagination she is elected, has no capacity to make that happen. That is the first of many campaign lies by Nikki Haley that we will have term limits because Nikki can't do anything about it if she is president of the United States. And do we really think that two-thirds of Congress will vote to eliminate their lifetime appointments to Congress? It, it is, again, right out of the block, an indication that this woman is not a serious candidate for the, for the U.S. presidency because she either doesn't understand the Constitution or she hopes that we don't. Uh, the other thing is she uh, recently, a few years ago, did a book signing and, and a uh, public event where she required a VAX card to attend her event in person. So I, I'd say the VAX queen, Nikki Haley, has no business telling us how to do things when she was requiring the dangerous and now increasingly acknowledged deadly experimental VAX to be required to be in her presence. So uh, uh, Nikki's not having a good week uh, coming out of the block, but uh, – uh, I do like the uh, the idea of requiring some sort of mental competency test for those over 70. I would apply it to everybody in Congress, though, because uh, never there has there been a bigger band of nitwits than, uh, in a, on both sides of the aisle in many cases than uh, those that we elect to represent us. Just as you'd like to have your nine-year-old and the uh, nephew in the uh, in the White House, I'd say we could pick 435 people at random from the phone book and end up with better representation in Washington than we've got right now. Yeah, and maybe we apply that test to our leaders here in Memphis because talk about insanity. Well, Steve, we have a new bail program. It's the new era of equality. So basically the DA comes out, it's a new program, rolled out yesterday, says bail discriminates against black people because his words basically is that they're poor, which talk about discrimination. So this rolls out yesterday. I hate to see what the future of already a dangerous Memphis looks like. Well, I think uh, this this idea that uh, poor people should be given a free pass because rich people can bail them themselves out. We need a new we need a new uh, uh, slogan for for crime. If you ain't got a dime, don't you're going to do the time kind of thing. That, <laughs> I like that, that. That you're going to have to either post bail or find friends that will do it, or don't do the crime. Uh, you know, this this idea that uh, we're going to give people a pass, particularly with violent crime, and put them back on the streets almost immediately is is ridiculous. We're seeing it uh, bear fruit in terms of, of uh, repeat offenders across the country. The, uh, the Michigan sh uh, state shooting, this guy should have been in jail, but a soft-on-crime DA like Mulroy let the guy out on a felony gun crime. Had they prosecuted him rather than give him, uh, give him a pass, he wouldn't have been able to have access to weapons. There wouldn't be uh, three dead and five wounded on the campus of Michigan State. But it's not just the violent criminals. It's not just uh, let's take care of the poor black folks with uh, with no bail. Remember the uh, cross-dressing uh, uh, Biden appointee who was stealing luggage at various uh, airports? Yeah. He was released on a no-bail deal. Now, again, 
Uh, this is a guy who committed uh, repeat crimes that we know of, uh, but they just let him go. And I don't think he was uh, was falling into that poor class. It's just soft on crime DAs that are practicing uh, catch and release and, and making victims of, uh, of folks that would be protected if the law enforcement uh, uh, and justice departments were doing their job. Yeah, referring to Sam Britton, I, I agree with you. He loved a Louis Vuitton back. I don't think he needs the belt <laughs> progress, Steve. What's that song? song? You know, I got my Louis. I got yeah. This right. guy, that's his theme song. Yeah, it's it's all about the suspects, the criminals, and never about the victims. But talking about victims and this mentality, it is beyond just Black History Month now. Because in Ohio, it went far beyond just paying homage to the accomplishments of black people, African-Americans. Police are investigating right now a potentially racially motivated assault that took place in Springfield, Ohio, on a playground, Steve, last week after white students were allegedly assaulted and they were forced to declare Black Lives Matter. Is this the result of when you have two national anthems, Steve, Steve, at the Super Bowl? I think it's a part of when you have adults who have embraced embraced racism, embraced, I guess you would say, reverse racism, uh, that black folks are going to be racist to white people, that you're going to have the violent uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, tie up with groups like Antifa that are terrorists uh, to uh, loot and burn and beat and attack people and, and attack police officers in particular. When adults are pushing that propaganda, kids learn it. And and what you were seeing in this uh uh, Kenwood Elementary School is black kids on the playground were dragging white kids uh, to a corner on the playground, forcing them to essentially pledge allegiance to Black Lives Matter. You know, for a long time, uh, Ben, we were told that that uh, that racism is taught uh, when we were when we were saying that you know young white kids uh, uh, using the N word or expressing racism, they're being taught by their bigoted, angry, racist parents. Well, we're seeing the exact. Thing that we were told was happening among young white kids uh, a, a few decades ago, we're seeing it actually play out and happen throughout this country right now as racist blacks are promoting an agenda of anti-white wokeism. And, and it is being taught. It's being played out in the schools. It's being played out as we see these beatdowns uh, across the country, videos, uh, kids on a, on a bus beating uh, younger kids up. Uh, again, this isn't white supremacy. This is black activism on steroids, and it's time for parents, it's time for black pastors, it's time for community leaders to prosecute these folks, even these young kids that uh, engage in this behavior to the fullest extent of the law. And where are all the screams and howls of hate crime when you see hate crimes being perpetrated by kids who have to be taught this at home? Yeah, it's, it's so sad to watch, but... Again, just another example of a society that is collapsing right in front of our eyes, and we've got to stop it. Steve, appreciate you jumping on this morning. And as always, appreciate your contributions to Wake Up Memphis. We'll talk to you on Monday. In the meantime, have a great weekend. And folks can find links to those stories at The Gill Report on uh, on Twitter. Because we, when we talk about stuff, Ben, people need to know we, we actually source it. So you can go read it for yourself. They don't have to take our word for it. Absolutely. All right, Steve, thank you. Follow him at the Gill Report on Twitter.